Why are realtors so hated? Why is it that real estate agents are consistently in this list of most hated, most despised professions? Well, I went to ChatGPT and I asked, why do, why do people hate realtors so much? We're gonna talk about the results. Very interesting, very enlightening. Let's go. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 281 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, here in Salt Lake City, Utah, the best city on the planet. Don't even don't even try to to argue. I mean, it's it's just science. Salt Lake is the best. <laughs> now, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Today, we're going to talk about why we're hated so much. If you're listening, you're probably a real estate agent, a loan officer. Maybe you're in the title world, but you're maybe you're a real estate investor. You're a real estate professional. Why are real estate agents hated? If you just Google why are realtors, it will auto-populate hated, uh, dishonest, like hell, let's do that right now. So I just typed in why are realtors and it gave me so pushy, so expensive, still a thing calling me. Why are realtors calling me? So rude, paid so much, so shady and hated. Mm. Uh, interesting. They don't, weird that it doesn't show up like why are realtors so helpful? Why are realtors so willing to put up with so much bullshit to help people buy or sell a house? It doesn't say any of that. Uh, this is the reason we're talking about this is it's the perception that so much of society has, meaning you're going to have to overcome this at some point with certain people. They have this negative perception of agents, but why? So for this episode, I went to chat GPT and I just asked it, why are, why are agents hated so much? And it gave me a list of four main things four four main reasons why people are, why people hate realtors. And we're going to break these down because these are important. This is, um, you know, last week's episode was super popular. You know, the 12 reasons uh, not to be a crappy agent or 12, 12 ways you could be a crappy agent. Jeez, I forget the exact title of the podcast. Last week's episode, episode 280, was fantastic. If you haven't listened, listen, please, for the love of God. But uh, this is just the next step because if you can learn what not to do, you can have a lot of success in this industry. You really can. As crazy as that sounds, so much of success is learning what not to do and what what to avoid. So that's why we're going to go. That's why we're focusing on this last week and this week with why agents are so hated. Before we do, I have to thank everyone so much for donating to the massive giving campaign for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. If you haven't heard yet, we're doing a fundraiser to raise $100,000 for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, LLS, by June 2nd. And we have less than a month to go. We have uh, about 90% of the way to go uh, to hit that goal, but I believe we can do it. So first off, everyone who's donated so far, thank you. Uh, everyone who has not yet, please consider doing so. We're giving, I'm giving away some amazing prizes. So anyone who, anyone who donates is entered to win a free year of the Massive Agent Society of our coaching group. That's a $3,000 value. So you donate $2 
and you're entered to win. You donate $2,000, you're entered to win. Every every donor is entered to win a free one-year membership to the society. The single largest donor, and I'm going to go over our top five here in a second, but the single largest donor to the campaign will get a month of free one-on-one coaching with me. That's a $3,000 value as well. And then everyone that donates $50 or more is going to be included in a training we're doing sometime in mid to late June with myself, my mentor, Clayton Gitz, who sells 800 homes a year and works two hours a month. Yeah, crazy. Uh, good one to learn from. Clayton's going to be on the call. Phil Treadwell, my buddy and and mortgage top producer and mortgage influencer, he's going to be on the call. There's a handful of others that we're just trying to make sure the scheduling works, but these are all industry leaders that you know, you follow them on social, you look up to, and you have something to learn from. Donate 50 bucks or more and you get on that call for free. All you have to do is go to massivegiving.com and donate. And I have to give a shout out. The top five largest donors so far. So the single largest donor gets a month of free one-on-one coaching with me, which by the way, I don't have any open spots for that right now. No, no, I have one open spot. I have one open spot. But regardless if I do or not, you're gonna get the free month of coaching if you're the single largest donor. And right now, the single largest donor is Jeffrey Sable with a $500 donation, super generous. Then we have four $250 donations from, we have, where's my page here? Let's see, Wendy Tomoda out of Hawaii, Kaori Nagao out of Vegas, Arjun Dingra, my man, $250 from him, and Coleman Bauer, $250 donation as well. He's a Massive Agent Society member, super generous. So if you want to win the year's, uh, sorry, the month of free coaching, that's normally $3,000 if you can get a spot. Uh, right now, the, the donation to beat is 500 Not Not bad, not bad at all. But anything that you're willing and able to do is appreciated. Massivegiving.com is how you do it and where you find more information about the campaign to end childhood blood cancer and to help fund the research to finding a cure so kids aren't suffering from cancer. I cannot even imagine. And you can get a free trial of Keeping Current Matters, which is a program, it's a platform that they do all the research into market conditions, interest rates, the economy, what's happening, what you need to know to stay ahead of the curve. They do all that research and they just tell you what you need to know with graphics that you can post on social and information to help you teach others through your social media content and communicate it one-on-one with your clients when you're meeting with them. Keeping Current Matters is a tool that is invaluable to agents and you can get a free trial right now by going to trykcm.com slash BAM. Any agent that's serious about really becoming a an advisor to their clients and to the community, you need Keeping Current Matters. I cannot recommend them enough. I I didn't even know about them until a few years ago. I wish, it, had I had KCM early on in my career, I would have sold a crap, load, a crap load more homes because I would have been able to educate and help so many more people who then would feel like, hey, we need to hire this guy that just educated us. Because uh, they, you know, people will hire someone if they feel that you're an educator, an advisor, and not just a salesperson, I'm so tired of hearing agents are just salespeople. And and to that end, let's get into let's get into why ChatGPT says agents are so hated. So the first one, um, I'll just run through them real quick, and then we'll break down each one afterwards. Number one, commission based compensation. Number two, lack of transparency. 
Num- number three, poor communication. And number four, negative personal experiences. Hmm, interesting. So all of those are valid, right? Well, let's dive into each one so you can learn what to avoid, what to focus on really knocking out of the park and doing well so that you can stand out. See, here's the thing. When most people hate agents, most people think negatively about agents, and then an agent shows up in their life that is not these things, someone who does not have commission breath, an agent who is a helper and doesn't seem to be pushing them to do any one thing. They just want to help and educate and guide. Those people stand out. So when every, when everyone else is shit and you're not, you stand out head and shoulders above the rest. So just by being decent, you actually stand a great chance of growing your business just by not being crappy. Like it, It's sad, but that's that's where we're at. So I already went through what what Google said in the results when you type in why are realtors. I mean, good Lord. Uh, We're up there with like used car salesmen for most hated professions and lawyers, lawyers, um, politicians, used car salesmen and realtors. Not the best company. So number one, the, the, the number one reason, according to chat GPT, why people hate real estate agents so much commission based compensation. They don't like how we get paid. Most people think that we are overpaid. They, they hear about these giant paychecks. If you sell a million dollar house and you make 30 grand, there's a lot of people out there that like you, you make 30 grand twice and you make more than they've made all year. And they don't like that. That pisses them off. Right? So kind of a problem, but understand that going in. If you know that commission-based compensation is an issue for people, it's an objection that you must overcome, then you have to put some thought into it. Why do you charge what you charge? What do they get for it? Why is it worth it to hire you? And if you can't just say, I'm a full-service agent, what, what the fuck does that mean? It, I, I can't handle how many agents I hear marketing, we're a full-service agent. Well, this is a full, I'm a full-service agent, full-service brokerage, whatever. Okay, what does that mean? What is included in your full service? Because it means something different to everyone. You can't just assume everyone knows what you offer. Break down each and everything, package it up nicely like Rocket Mortgage does. They're the best in the world at real estate marketing. I don't, they're incredible. Uh, So you want to look at how to take something that we all do, package it up nicely, make it look like it's a feature that only, that consumers can only get by using you. You're going to get a lot of people coming to you. I saw a rocket mortgage commercial for, they had some program where they were, they packaged it up nicely, rate locks. If you buy a house with them, they'll lock your rate and give you 90 days or whatever to go shopping for a house. And they, I'm sure get a ton of business because people are like, wow, if I go to rocket, they'll lock my interest rate. And that worked very well when interest rates were going crazy, right? Which is when I saw this, everyone does that. I mean, show me a lender that doesn't lock your rate. I don't even think it's possible. So they just thought outside the box, how can we package this feature up and sell it? And they get a lot of people. So if you can just, if you can package up all the different things that you offer to people, there it's going to be, they're going to see, oh, the commission you charge, that's just, okay, that's just what it is. If you overwhelm them with value, they're not going to be so fixated on the percentage amount, 3%, 2.5%, 4%, whatever you charge, okay? It doesn't matter. 
but you have to overwhelm them with value to get them off the commission-based compensation. They're going to beat you up on how much you charge in commission if you cannot show them that you are worth what you charge. Simple as that. Number two, agents are hated because lack of transparency. This, according to ChatGPT, some people feel that real estate agents are not transparent about the details of a property or the buying or selling process, which can make them feel uninformed or taken advantage of. That's a problem, right? Are you being thorough enough? A lot of this, if you listen to last week's episode, episode 280, 10 signs you may be a crappy agent. Yeah, that was the title. 10 signs you may be a crappy agent. Poor communication is a huge one. If you're not setting proper expectations, if you're not teaching people about the process and not just what's happening today, but what's going to happen next and then after that and then after that, the first time you meet them, a buyer consultation, listing appointment, whatever, you should be setting expectations for what they can expect over the next next month or two throughout the process. So then they feel empowered, they feel informed, they feel like you're being transparent. But if you, I think a lot of agents are just being lazy and they're, they're just crappy communicators, which comes across as a lack of transparency. I think there's a lot of agents that don't mean to hold little bits and pieces back. You don't mean to hold information back. You don't mean to keep a buyer or seller in the dark about the process, but you're being lazy when it comes to communicating and setting expectations. That comes across as a lack of transparency. So understand that that's what people feel when you are not illuminating them on the process. Details of a property. Are you trying to hide any you know negatives about the property? Oh my God, I mean, that that's so easy to to just avoid doing. If there's a, if there's been a leak in the basement or you know the foundation has a giant crack, tell them, hey, guys. You know what? This crack looks kind of scary, but we should probably hire a pro to tell us if this is a big deal or not. It could be a natural crack, it could be settling, could, or it could be a major issue. But highlight it then they feel empowered. And it doesn't mean that they're gonna never buy a house from you. See, if you struggle, if you suffer from a scarcity mindset, you're going to do some of these things because you're worried they're not gonna buy a house. You're not gonna get a paycheck because if you talk about the negatives of a property, you talk about some of the the downsides or some of the, the issues that may need to be fixed up to make it livable or whatever, that they're not gonna buy from you. You need to get your financial situation in order to be the best version of yourself, to be the best agent possible. You need to be on a firm financial footings to where you don't need their closing. You don't need that commission check. You don't need it to survive. So, okay, number three, poor communication. Big surprise. Real estate transactions involve a lot of moving parts, and some people may feel that their agent is not communicating with them effectively or promptly enough, which can be frustrating. Yes, it can be frustrating. It is frustrating. And unfortunately, most agents are awful with communication with between agents, between clients. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, how about you and your spouse, you and your partner? If you have poor communication, your relationships suffer across the board. You need to really become a great communicator. And one of the things that I learned a long time ago that that obviously... I'm still trying to get better at, excuse me, I'm still trying to improve is my communication skills. And, uh, but I was taught a while ago to anticipate any questions that may 
that I may get asked and just answer them ahead of time. That has helped me. And look, I'm always trying to get better at that. Of course, I, I have room for improvement, as does everybody. But if you can just, if you know that certain questions are going to be asked, if you know that certain things are going to come up, just talk about them now so then they're not issues and unknowns and concerns and they don't cause worry and anxiety. If you're like, oh, all my clients are backing out of deals because they're always worried about shit, I guarantee it's probably because you're a shitty communicator. You haven't set proper expectations and there's too many unknowns. There's far too many unknowns. And so what happens when the you know a confused mind stands still? A confused mind says no. A confused mind does nothing. So if they're confused, if, they, if they're in the dark about certain things with the process or what is happening next or, hey, we're dealing with this situation, what could that mean for them? How could it potentially play out and affect their end goal? You've got to talk that shit through. And once you do, guess what happens? Your clients are no longer worried and anxious and they, 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 they're going to stick with the deal. But you think that if you just keep them in the dark, about the bad stuff and only talk about the good stuff that somehow they're going to buy the house and that's going to be better for you. It, it's the worst thing possible. You have to get better at communication and anticipate answers. You're going to be er, sorry, anticipate questions. You'll be asked and just answer them before you're asked. Be a great communicator. Number four, people hate agents because of negative personal experiences. So they've dealt with all this shit before. Like any profession, there are some real estate agents who are not as skilled, ethical, or customer-focused as others. No shit. If someone has had a negative experience with an agent in the past, it may color their perception of the entire profession. Exactly. Exactly. If you've had an awful experience with a chiropractor and then maybe went to another one and had another shitty experience, what are you going to think about chiropractors? that they're all quacks, that they're all just trying to get you to come back every week for the rest of your life, and they, they have no interest in fixing you, right? I used to think that, but I was going to the wrong chiropractors. I was going to bad ones. I have since found chiropractors, massage therapists, uh, you know, people that are helping me get my, uh, I have a jacked up lower back, herniated discs, all sorts of shit, through going through some bad ones and then eventually finding really good ones who can actually like solve the problem and look at the root cause of it and not just like try to treat the symptoms. I learned, wow, that wasn't fair for these professionals who are great at what they do to be lumped in with the rest of them. Chiropractors, contractors, I mean, it, politicians even. I mean, I'm sure, I, I imagine there's probably a couple of decent politicians out there. I haven't met them yet, haven't seen them, but in theory, there's probably some decent, honest politicians out there, and it's and it's it's kind of unfair for them to be lumped in with the rest of them, maybe. But you get my point. If people have a negative personal experience because of all this other shit we've talked about, and because of the, the 12 things we mentioned last week on 12 signs you could be a crappy agent, yeah, they don't feel too good about agents. So if you know that going into it, you know you have to overcome that. So you have to shine above the rest. You have to have your ducks in a row. You have to be a great communicator. You have to have a great presentation. You have to anticipate any objections they may have and just answer them ahead of time. If you do those things and then you advise and educate and guide versus tell and sell, you're going to thrive in this industry. You're going to thrive as an agent because you're doing what most don't. You are standing out as an, above the rest as the adult in the room. 
So negative, understand people have had negative personal experiences with agents who are not skilled, not ethical. Uh, they had commission breath. They just wanted to push them into a sale and they never heard from their agent again. Okay, well, just don't do those things. And then that makes you a great agent. When everyone else, when many people have had negative experience with experiences with agents, understand that is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for the great agents to thrive and because you stand out above the rest. You're like, hey, everyone else sucks. I don't. And you get all the business. Hmm. It's not, so many of you see this as this giant hurdle to overcome, this big roadblock. Oh, it's so hard for me to be an agent and to get clients because uh, people hate agents. Have you shown that you're a great one? Because if you show and demonstrate and highlight and package up everything you do that shows you're a great agent, you will be hired because what we do is desirable. Do you understand that? The service that we provide is highly desirable and necessary and needed. You just haven't demonstrated that you can do those things. Maybe you maybe you do them very well, but you're you haven't nailed marketing and no one knows you. No one knows about you. So you have to do you need to not just be great, but figure out how to get other people to know that through online reviews, videos, marketing, all the stuff. That's why you listen to this show. So those are the four According to ChatGPT, those are the four reasons people hate real estate agents so much. Commission-based compensation, lack of transparency, poor communication, and negative personal experiences. So there you go. You just got a great list of what not to do. Some food for thought, some shit to think about. I hope this was helpful today, guys. So much of what we do as agents, so much of what is required of us to be successful as agents is not super difficult. This is not rocket science. These are simple concepts. Now they take time and effort and and all of that to to do. I get it. I'm not saying real estate's so easy, but it is simple. Like this is simple shit. It's not super complicated. And if you feel that it is, zoom out for God's sakes. Take a step back. This is not super complicated. You're dealing with other human beings and you're helping them to do, to accomplish a certain task. Just make it, just simplify it in your mind and you are going to thrive. If you feel it's difficult, it is. If you feel it's overwhelming and frustrating and so hard to, to gain a client, it is. But if you feel that it's simple and easy and effortless, that's also true for you. It's whatever you decide. It's whatever you decide. So decide right now today that you are a great agent and you just need more people to know about it and that you are a great marketer and that's what's gonna get other people to know about it. Make sure that you're taking the right steps. Join the Massive Agent Society. Hire a coach. Go to trainings and courses and masterminds to learn the skills and tools to package up everything you do nicely with marketing, also to strengthen your mindset so that you have the confidence to step in there and be like, you know what, here's what I do, here's what I charge, here's, you know, blah, 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 blah. And if they don't take it, you're like, cool, understand, all good, appreciate you, talk to you later. That takes confidence, that takes that takes some work. Are you doing that work? I hope you are. Thanks for listening so much, you guys. Make sure if you haven't yet, please help us to raise $100,000 for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. We need your help. We still have uh, just over 90 grand to go. It's a, it's a it's a large amount to to raise over the next uh, just under a month, but damn it, we can do it. 
I appreciate your help. Massivegiving.com. Anything you can do. If you've already donated, consider donating again. If you if you made a $500 donation and then you make another $200 donation, you've now donated $700, which would mean you're the single largest donor. You just have to beat $500. Right now we have one $500 donor and four $250 donors. The rest are you know hundreds and fifties and all that, which is super helpful and generous. Don't get me wrong. But if you are gut, excuse me, if you're gunning for the uh, for the top donor right now, 500 is is the bar. Appreciate you all so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please share this with an agent or a broker or a team member who needs to hear it. I'll see you next week. Take care.